0: of Visions, Maya Darshanam, verse number 2. Prior to the emergence of a pot, its being is as non-existent in clay. So too, prior to the emergence of the world, it has no being separate from Brahman, and is Brahman indeed. This beingness of the non-existent world in Brahman is what is called Maya, of unfathomable potentials. In view of maya having already been defined as that which does not exist, it would be consistent even to say that something called maya exists. Yet no Vedantic speculation can do away with the maya concept either. Shankara was the propounder of the maya theory. Though both Ramanuja and Madhav questioned Shankara's non-dualism and the maya theory, they could not do away with the concept altogether. Instead, they too admitted the concept in redefined senses. And above all, there is a direct reference to Maya in the Svetaswatara Upanishad. Such being the Maya concept, Narayana Guru thought it appropriate to define it logically. Nyaya, the Indian school of logic, admits Abhava, non-existence, as one of the basic philosophical categories. This made it easier for him to define Maya logically. Abhava simply means non-existence. It may sound odd to say that non-existence is of different types. Yet as related to what really exists, its nature could vary. And based on it, Abhava is thought of as of four kinds of Indian logic. There are Praga Abhava, anterior non-existence. pradhamsa Abhava, posterior non-existence. Anyonya Abhava, mutual non-existence and atyanta abhava, absolute non-existence. Pots are made of clay. Before appearing as pots, they were simply existing as clay, with the potential to assume the form of pots already hidden. Such potential existence of an effect in its cause is called praga abhava, anterior non-existence. Prag meaning anterior or previous. The non-existence just opposite to this is called pradhamsa bhava pradhamsa meaning destruction. When destroyed, the pot continues to exist in the form of shreds. Then the shreds are thought of as having in them the pradhamsa bhava of pots, meaning the pot's non-existence is there in the existence of shreds. There will be no darkness where there is light, and vice versa. One's existence means the non-existence of the other, such mutual non-existence is known as Anyonya-abhava. That which does not and cannot exist anywhere is called atyanta bhava. The child of a barren woman, a flower growing in the sky, the horns of a horse are all examples of Atyanta-abhava. The Guru shows here how the otherwise indefinable Maya could easily be logically defined with the help of the praga bhava concept of Nyaya. As the anterior non-existence of the pot was already there in clay, so is the anterior non-existence of the world already existing in Brahman. This anterior non-existence of the world in Brahman could be considered the best available logical definition of Maya. The anterior non-existence of pot and the existence of clay are identical. So is the oneness of Maya and Brahman. Though definable thus logically, maya remains a mystery. The way in which it finds expression is also mysterious. Totally inconceivable is how the indomitable potential of maya, hidden in Brahman, becomes actualized as the apparent worlds and the events in them. It is infinite, unthinkable and unpredictable, as is denoted by the word ameya vaibhava, The rest of the chapter shows some instances of the ways in which this inconceivable Maya finds expression conceivably. This well-known defined listing of Maya's manifestations provides us with an occasion to see intuitively the nature of Maya and also to negate it and realize the one Brahman from which it is inseparable.